Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Good For Her podcast. I'm Lovely. And I'm Fonz. And surprise, another episode of Us, which has been fun. Thanks. (laughs) I mean, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's from Awkward. Yeah, I remember you quoting it back in the day. Sadie. I never saw it, but you would quote it all the time. Dude, I, I still remember it. fucking love that show so much for for the first, what, season or two? So we're going to talk about Awkward today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back at it again, and I've been having so much fun having you on, and I just think that this just, this works. You think? What, is, what does the audience think? I don't know. The audience thinks what I think. Oh. <laughs> Zam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say Zom Zuit, but then I was like, what's the opposite of Zom Zuit? Zuit. Zuit. <laughs> I literally like, oh. <laughs> I literally was frozen. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm glad to be back. Um, you know, I'm, I'm down for whatever. If you want to have me every day, I'm here every day. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. So... I just want to know, how's your week been going? Um, you know, I, I read it on Twitter, I think, that Mercury was in Gator. Mercury was in Gatorade. Oh, shit. So my, re- my, my week was rough. Also, I was thinking the other day, if I'm going to be on a podcast, I need to enunciate. Because <laughs> I've been listening to our last episodes and I'm like... <laughs> Someone did DM me. One of my friends literally DM'd me today and was like, what was his favorite zombie movies? I couldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mumble like a motherfucker. But, um, so hey, <laughs> and I literally cackle the whole time. Like, that's just... If you don't like my, my laugh, it's too <clears throat> bad because that's what you're going to hear mostly in here. Like, you literally... Make me laugh. Like, when I was listening to our last episode, the um, Evil Dead... No, even before that, the talk horror to me, we were just going in on horror. Yeah. I laughed so fucking much. I, like, got used to hearing my laugh. Because it used to make me cringe. Because, like, listening to yourself... Most it's, people, it's it's hard. it's hard and it's cringe and you're just like, it takes a lot. Yeah. But I've been trying to just be like, look, if I was talking to someone, that's how I sound. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm trying to listen to it, like, just like... For the funsies, you know? Yeah, for And sure. I laugh so much because you make me fucking cackle. And I'm like, people are literally hearing my full ass fucking like, <laughs> in their fucking ears. And I'm like, well, trademark. Yep. No, <laughs> there it is again. Like... <laughs> but my week, this week has been all right. Well, it's only Monday. But um... still, there's another week. <sighs> this is already a week for yeah. me. It's been chilling, though, but, like, dude, the other week was so fucking rough. Like, I was I was feeling so down, so, like, ugh. But, you know, we got through it. Hey, as long as you get through it, dude. Some days are harder than the rest. Um, yesterday, I went to the See the Cure, so that was really fun. I had a couple tall cans. I ate, dude, the credit union, what is it called now? It's by Silk the, City? Yeah, the amphitheater. Amphitheater, dude, their nachos are fucking bomb. I, I remember when it was the Coors Amphitheater. That's the last time I went. Dude, I've gone there a lot, and I was drinking, 
and I was like, you know what would hit right now? I'm listening to the Cure, just fucking vibing. And I had lawn tickets because it was sold out. But still, it was it was a good vibe. When you're there, everyone's there for the same reason. Everyone just looks so cool. Everyone's wearing black, and it was just the vibe. And I was just drinking my tall can, and I was like, you know what slap right now? Some motherfucking nachos. So I said, hey, hold my spot. And I went, and I got some fucking nachos with brisket. Fucking bomb. Bomb. Dang. That shit was so good. That's so if you go to a show at the Credit Union Amphitheater, the try nachos. the motherfucking nachos. With the brisket. With the motherfucking brisket. Um, that shit was bomb. One thing about me is I'm going to try some finger food. But but yeah, that's been my week. <laughs> I love the tangents. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did get a shout out, which was really, really cool Um, on the Whatever podcast. The whatever cast. The whatever cast. Yeah. And it, they talk about whatever. Nice. <laughs> and it's cool with my friend. Well, I, I consider both of them my friends now. So Calvin and Glasses. And um, they listened to us and they gave us a shout out. And it was cool. They were all talking about me. And I, it's so funny because I'm at work. And I'm like doing my fucking Glasses bullshit, you know. Yeah. And then like I'm hearing the podcast. And then they're like, <laughs> Chris was like, oh, I have this friend. Her podcast. And he's all like explaining it. And I'm just like smiling. And I'm just, like, working, smiling like a dumb bitch. And I'm just like, wow, that's so cool. But it's fun. <laughs> Podcasts cool. connect to podcasts. And that I just cool. wanted to give them a shout-out back. And they're cool. You should listen to it, you guys. It's called The Whatever Cast. Worry, darling. I liked it a lot. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, I immediately, after I watched it, I thought about it. And then I watched it again the next day. And then I immediately went to Spotify and I listened to the soundtrack. And I do this thing where, like, I'm at work and I'm listening to the soundtrack. I put it on shuffle. And when there's a song playing, I try to remember what scene that song was playing in. And, like, think about it in my head. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> so, I might have ADHD. I don't know. But it, I, so I spent all day doing that. And I was like, oh, like, because, dude, it's fun. I don't know. I, it's the oh, thing yeah. I always do with movies. I did think... Don't worry, Dalton was a fun movie. And I think it did get a lot of hate it didn't deserve. Dude, it was really pretty. It was like, okay, just from the way that it was shot, like the color, it, everything just looks good. Yeah. Even their costumes, like they just, it looks good. Florence Pugh did such a good job. I thought the. the I'm just pulling it up so I know. The storyline was like weird, but like new and different. And like, it did, wasn't long. Yeah, that was, like, a one thing that I will say. It wasn't, like, too long. Like, a lot of movies, like, I want to be two and a half hours for no goddamn reason. Uh, this movie was, like, short, quick, a good watch, a good watch, a fun watch. So, yeah. And it immediately takes off. So, like, I like how it, like, opens up. And it's, like, the couples are all, like, having, like, a fucking party. But it's, like, 50s. So, like, it's set. It's, like, it's not set in the 50s because they're pretty modern. But it's, like picturesque 50s like very like um retro feel but like they're it's definitely like trying to set the mood that it's in the 50s but the more you get into it the more it's like the the year isn't like discussed really yeah because it's like obviously the twist you know yeah twist um yeah what do you think of harry styles I thought he was a horrible actor. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know, like great musician, sh- great great musician, sure. I don't watermelon really, sugar. I don't really listen to his music to be honest. Is it watermelon sugar? I, I think, think so. I don't know. I don't remember. Watermelon sugar. I think so. But I'm, he's. I've heard some songs. They're cute. Yeah, his music is like very like 
You're shopping. You're looking yeah, around. It's very like Forever Twenty One. Yeah. Oh, I'll say it's Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters. It's very Urban Outfitters. I feel like he's not edgy enough for Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters is not edgy. Well, it's more than Forever Twenty One. Yeah, we could fight on this. I think Urban Outfitters is like. I guess yeah. No, you're right. Urban for Outfitters. a trendy like. Where do you shop, Celeste? Not Urban Outfitters. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Just kidding. Then where? <laughs> no, they're just expensive, dude. Yeah, they're seventy dollars for a goddamn t- shirt. I'm like, a, um, not even a, like a button up, li- a fucking t-shirt. Literally, but I am a thrift girl. I'm a yeah. thrifter, but dude, once you buy shit that's cute and unique, and it's like fucking eight dollars, how do you go back? Yeah. So for, for me, sure. I like, I'm just really, and I constantly go. So like, I find a lot of good shit, and I just mix it in. Yeah, that's cool. And now I'm, like, buying stuff at full price. I'm, like, every once in a while, Target will get me. And there's some stuff, like, okay, I buy jeans new at Old Navy. But all my other stuff, I'm, like, dude, I just got the itch. It's, like, I just have an addiction. (laughs) But it's a healthy one because I get it at a good price and sustainable fashion. Have you seen (laughs) that clip of Zyanne Sawyer, I think? interviewing britney spears oh yeah and she's like is it an addiction she's like it makes me happy but i don't think it's an addiction and i mean she was right she was because they were trying to make it seem like dude i love that one i actually yeah. have seen that one yeah and i love how she even does her face she's like do i think it's an addiction she's like um it makes me happy but then she goes but i don't think it's an addiction <laughs> <laughs> like her face is so like fucking funny dude i love that one yeah um but harry styles oh you know great musician great musician um but kitty sorry um you gotta edit that out (laughs) freaking i thought he wasn't there's room for improvement i'm not gonna say he was a terrible actor because he probably did a better job than i could do but there's room for improvement for his acting especially next to florence Pugh, who's like a magnificent actress yeah i think that's where they did him dirty because i feel like for me, aesthetically, he was good. Like, he looked good in that, like, retro feel. He looked very well-kept, good. I liked it. His British accent kept falling in and out. But mm-hmm. honestly, that is, like, something small. Like, I don't think that's the worst of it. I just think you're right. I think they put him next to Florence Pugh, who, if you don't know who Florence Pugh is, she is the head of Valentino right now. She's the model. I don't know that. Yeah. She is. Good for her. Yeah, and they're beautiful pictures. I'll yeah. send them to you. <laughs> and she was uh, in Midsommar. And if you need to look up Midsommar, that was literally, for me, the performance of her where I was like, this bitch could fucking act. Yeah, I think that's the first movie I saw her in. Like, I was literally moved. And ever since then, she just keeps hitting. She's just like, hits, hits, Widow? hits. Uh, only pieces of it. Um, I saw it on a plane. Magnificent plane movie. Great plane movie. Oh my god, I had the time of my life Did on that you? fucking You're plane fucking... watching Black Widow. <laughs> and she was the best part of it. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that it's good too. Yeah, I think it got, like this movie, it got a lot of hate for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like just because it was a bunch of guys wanting to hate on a woman. And same with this movie. I think it was a bunch of guys trying to hate on a woman. either Whether it be the director or the star of it. Because it's like, you know, because of the twist. They're mad that they're getting called out. Mm-hmm. And I do, okay, so Olivia Wilde directed this movie. If you don't know who Olivia Wilde is, she was in Lazarus Effect. She directed Booksmart. She used to be married to Sudokus. He, Jason, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. whatever. Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. He is um, in We're the Millers as the, like, the guy. He's funny. He's a comedian. He's funny. They looked like a great couple. Well, the 
drama was that he i'm all here's a t they were married right and then she meets harry styles this young hot little thing and she's like you know what i love my husband but i want to see what's up with him so she goes over to him and she's like hey harry i like you let's see what's up and then they they start having an affair right well then she's like you know what i want to fucking ride this out i only have one life I'm going to divorce my husband. I'm going to just be a co-parent. And I'm going to fucking go and tour with him and be at every concert, shaking my ass, loving it. Yeah. And that's what she did. And people were really mad at her for that. Was it the best play? I don't know. But I can't judge. All I know is, like, she went with her heart. And she went. And, I You mean, know, we've all done some thoughty That's shit. what I'm saying. And I feel like celebrities, they're, like, they're, like, ten years younger. Yeah. <laughs> God damn my cat, dude. I'm sorry. If you hear my cat, just she's chiming in. That's Meredith. I just think, like, we've all had some complicated ass shit going on in our romantic lives that, like, that wouldn't be enough to be like, oh, she's a bitch. Like, you know, everybody just got, like, excited to just call this woman a bitch. Yeah, and I think, honestly, I think it was pretty cool of her to, like... She could have cast herself as the main lead and been yeah. like, that's my man, so I'm going to have him up on me. But she didn't. She was like, she played a co-star. She played uh, Bunny. Yeah. And she literally had to direct and see her man with some other girl. And, like, I feel like that was cool. Like, she's just saying, you know what? Like, I'm going to do what I want to do with my life, do what I want to do with my art. And I think this piece was pretty cool. But the tea that I know oh. is that Florence Pugh is friends with Jason Sudeikis. so when all that affair stuff was going down that that's what made her mad so she's like why are you gonna do my man dirty like that yeah why are you gonna do my friend like that fuck no i feel that see it made me love her more what a good friend yeah damn like if you were directing a movie and you casted my boyfriend as the lead and then he did you dirty oh yeah oh if you were like the star and then, and then the, he, he did you dirty, and I ha- I already signed on. I have mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah, I would I would not have you back. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Fuck. Oops, what do you think about Olivia Wilde now, girl? Oh, girl. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm gonna separate the art from the artist because. No, no, but I do think it was just like it was messy, and like we weren't there. We don't know what the fuck really happened. What if he was fucking annoying? He was probably fucking other bitches too. Probably. We yeah. don't know that. Yeah, we don't know the Maybe narrative. Maybe they were just open who knows but that's what the tea was and when this movie came out a lot of people didn't look at the movie they just went in for the tea and they were like just talking shit about it and just a negative rap and it was just drama and that kind of that's what made me not watch this in theaters because i was just like eh, i don't want to like i just wasn't into the whole drama i was like whatever i'll just watch it when it comes out later if i even do because i i feel like the drama crowded the like potential of the movie because yeah. i didn't even really take in the commercial because i was like eh, whack next yeah because if she's involved in that drama how good can this movie be and that was an assumption on my part like now i'm like damn i missed out because seeing yeah. this shit in the theater would have been sick yeah it was a pretty movie for sure. it was pretty all the costumes were good they all looked great and the story was pretty interesting and you're right it, it wasn't too long yeah, it wasn't too long. It reminded me personally of a Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a perfect... Okay, if I had to sum this movie up, I would say great costumes, 
Florence Pugh carried it on her back, but the story was solid enough to keep you interested. It's very reminiscent of, like, Twilight Zone, Black Mirror in a movie form. You're right. Yeah. And it wasn't too long. I feel like if it was, like, two hours or more... Then That's it too much. Been, no, it, so yeah, much. you're right. And that's also smart. And the soundtrack is really good. Yeah. I like the soundtrack. It's fun. All the songs seemingly, like, just go. And her descent to madness was, like, fast. They didn't make it too long. Like, Harry yeah. Styles. And the, un- the unveiling of the twist, that shit was good. Yeah. And I liked how they left it, the end scene, like, when it goes to black. And then we just hear her, like... <gasps> And then yeah. just end. I'm like, fuck, yeah. Movies don't do that very often. They always over-explain or under-explain. Mm-hmm. And I love how this one is, like, just on the cliff. Like, does she jump? Does she not? You don't know. You can surmise in your mind. And then it's because we're so used to, like, the Marvel type of movies, you know? Where it's just, like, you gotta watch the ten years worth of this fucking franchise to know what's happening in this one random movie that you're gonna watch today. And they all intertwine. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I get, I like how this was one and done. Yeah, like... You don't have to know anything else. Yeah. You know, like, it is what it is. Perfect. Yeah. No, yeah. And I actually, I enjoyed this movie more than I thought. I remember um, my friend Nadia was here, and I was like, oh, let's let's find a movie on Redbox. (laughs) Because, yeah, I don't have Wi-Fi. I don't have cable. You're living in the trenches, girl. (laughs) I literally have a DVD player. That's why I have, like, 300 DVDs. When people come over, they're like, oh, let's put Netflix. And I'm like, um... Yeah, I remember the first time I came over after... After a while, I was like, girl, you don't have Wi-Fi? <laughs> you don't got HBO Max? No, I don't have shit. I just have DVDs. Which is why, like, I have a vast collection because I genuinely watch what I own only. I have a bunch of DVDs that I, that I was collecting. Like, maybe... Do you remember when Target was, like, selling Hello DVDs? Yeah. And they were, like, $5. It was yep. random-ass movies. Um, I got a bunch from then. So this was, like, 2014, 2015. Oh, hell yeah. So I have a fuck ton, but now I don't buy them because I just stream everything. Well, I'm an oldie, and I love DVDs, and I'm going to collect them. Until yeah, I can't really. I can't. I'm not Dude. old like oh, you. I was not trying to even go into DVDs. I used to collect VHSs. Girl. And I, where are you going to find a fucking VCR? <laughs> no, my VCR broke, and I tried to get it fixed, and it was going to cost more to fix than yeah, to buy a DVD player. Yeah, a fucking, a fucking fossil. <laughs> Dude, I remember I watched Grease on VHS and I used to have to rewind it. And well, they were just talking about it on the other podcast too about VHSs. And how if you had the rewinder, you were like the shit. Like, oh. And I had a car and you put... Everybody yeah, had the fucking say, car. Everybody dude. had the fucking car. You put it and then so it cool. goes... And it just like rewound it for you. And I'm sorry, if you had that and a VCR, damn, you were the motherfucking shit. Yeah. And I, I thought it was a shit, and I kept both until they literally broke. And then that's the only reason why I caved and got DVDs. And by then, they already have Blu-rays and 4Ks and blah, blah, blah. Maybe in 20 years, they'll have Wi-Fi. <laughs> when literally, we don't even need Wi-Fi. I don't know what else we could eat. Something better. It's and just going to be like installing your eye. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have the eye installed. <laughs> I have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I find it I find it endearing. You know, there's someone out there that's gonna appreciate that about yeah, me. For sure. I appreciate it. I myself. mean it's cool. It's definitely cool. I just like with me when I try to collect DVDs. It's not the most convenient. I'll give yeah, you that. It came to the point where I didn't know where to put them, you know? Because yeah. it's like I don't have that much space in my apartment. And I'm not gonna lie, when I'm looking for one specific movie and I don't have them in order, I'm like, where the fuck is this movie? It's oh, been dude, like ten I, minutes. I remember going to Fry's Electronics and I found my favorite movie ever, Showgirls from 1995. Oh, Have you seen Showgirls? No, but you showed me snippets last time. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing movie. If you guys haven't seen it, watch Wait, it. Wait, the one Beyonce? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> not dream girls. Oh, okay. Show girls. Okay, sorry, and that's the wrong like, girls. Did you ever watch Say by the Bell? No. But it's the girl with the curly hair. Yeah, the girl yeah, with yeah. curly hair. She plays a stripper in the movie. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just wild. It's just, like, a movie from, like, the 90s. Super objectifying. It ruined her career. But I love that movie. And that's a recommendation from Fonty. So. Yeah. So, if you guys <laughs> have some free time, it's not a horror movie. It's just campy fun. A good one. Yeah. You know what movie we should review next? Jawbreaker. I love Jawbreaker. Dude, that movie... Rose McGowan at her peak. <laughs> Literally, dude. I love that movie. And that movie's kind of horror. There's Jawbreaker. I would also like to do um, um, Heathers. Heathers. Okay, I have, have to rewatch you, it. Have you seen Heathers? I've seen it once a long time. I always quote it. I Lick it up, baby. It. Lick it up. <laughs> I need to buy it. Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's what she says. I need to watch it again. But, yeah, that movie's cool. Um, but yeah, Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker is cool because they're like four hot girls that are like the cool girls at school and they play pranks on each other on their birthday and they, they fake kidnap their friend and one of the girls thought it would be funny to put a Jawbreaker in her mouth and then they duct tape her or whatever and when they go to take her out to be like, oh, psych, it was a prank, she's she choked dead. on the Jawbreaker and she's dead. Hella dead. Yeah, and then it gets fucking maniacal from there. Yeah. But a little tangent. Cute. Um, since we're on the on the verge of like horror but like realistic horror like this one's more like fucking inter fucking dimensional horror it's definitely a sci-fi movie more than a well maybe it's like sci-fi hand in hand with horror yeah because dude i okay so in don't worry back to don't worry there are darling darling (laughs) i'm a troll none of us can enunciate (laughs) i know i need to enunciate as well we sound like ariana grande oh fuck yeah yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're recording, guys. Sweet Jesus. I got a second cat, and now my life is ruled by cats. Yep. <laughs> um, don't worry, darling. So the twist was, they're, like, living this perfect life, and... Honestly, when I was watching it, I was like, that doesn't seem like a bad life. Like Honestly, if I could choose to be a little housewife and just chill at my nice-ass Palm Springs home... And charge me. everything on the fucking credit card. Sign me the fuck up. Literally. I was like, that's the thing about the ending, because I'm like a feminist, and I believe that, like, obviously, like, a strong, independent woman, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, not blah, 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 but you know what I mean. Like, that's how I am. That's how I live. That's how I think. But with this movie, it got me kind of like, she's fighting at the end. So it turns out this perfect life that they live, like he goes to work, she just cleans the house, does whatever she wants, drinks all day, they don't have kids, like just lives a life of luxury. And then he comes home and they just have sex and just live a great life. And turns out the twist is that like they're living in a virtual world. So she, her real body is in reality. They live in like a fucking ghetto apartment she's just like hooked up to this monitor and he goes to work to pay for them to live in this virtual world so once that is revealed she feels like kidnapped essentially she feels like this wasn't a choice and that like 
when she's realizing that this world is fake, she's like, she gets mad and she's just like, this is not my life. And he was explaining to her, like, I did this for us. Like, I literally leave to go to quote unquote work to be able to just give every penny so that we could be in this perfect life for you because I love you and I want you not to have to worry. Because I guess in their real life, she was like a surgeon aide and like she had to work triple shifts because he lost his job and like he ends up going online and finding like this fucking basically cult leader who like is like if you pay we can like cook you up and like indoctrinate you into this like fake land basically yeah and it's like perfection and she's mad because she's like i didn't choose this my question was to myself was like i am like florence Pugh, like working like she you know has a right and you want to make your own choices but how would it be if I was offered the whole, like, or you can choose to live in this perfect world and know what's up? And every part of me wanted to be like, no, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to be a housewife. I would want to. And I, then I'd be like, that's why I like this movie so much. Because I was literally like, but if it's a choice and I'm choosing to be in there, maybe I would look at it differently. Because that looked like fucking luxury to me. Yeah. I love Palm Springs, so I was like, when I saw the fucking mid-century modern homes, I was like, hell yeah. That's how Palm Springs looks? Yeah. Oh, I need to go. Yeah, it's super nice. And they just live life all day. Sorry, I just literally took over and did the whole synopsis. I mean, no, yeah. I I saw it like (laughs) five, six months ago, so. Like, that's basically what goes down. Yeah. And imagine that, but it's like a good fast story with a good soundtrack. The outfits are cute. They look all, everyone in that movie looks great. And it's Olivia Wilde, like, I remember the controversy thing about it was she was like, I'm going to make a, like, land of perfection, but, like, tone towards the what the woman wants. So, like, when he gets home from work, they, like, start kissing and shit. And then he, like, immediately just goes and, like... Eats her pussy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's supposed to be, like, this world where it's, like, in the ideal world where a woman can pick like what she would want her man to be like like and he's just like obsessed with her he just wants to just like be with her all the time is like oh you're a fucking queen and i'm like i wonder if he would have just like talked to her about it if she would have been down mm-hmm. i don't know she didn't seem like the type in the movie because she wants to like be but then like it in the real world, if, like, you're working so hard and it's, like, you're not even... You're working so hard just to meet the bare minimum. And she was so tired, like, she couldn't even give him affection because she was literally at work all the time and had to, like, pick up the load. I would I would think... I mean, in my brain, it would be, like, why don't you just offer to fucking get another job, like, in real life and not this fake life where you're, like, Ooh, tricking okay. me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's the trickery part that's yeah. the... Because I'm like, okay, I'm explaining it to you. I'm like, I would want to do it, but that's me picking for me. I don't have a man that I can, like, interchange and be like, if he picked this life for me, like, how would I feel? Because I'm not thinking... I'm thinking, like, me about me. Yeah. But it's like, I guess it's true. And maybe she was about to dump him and he knew. So he's like, fuck, I had to give, take her... I have to kidnap her because she's going to leave my ass. Yeah. Because she probably, like... She probably was. He yeah. he looked disgusting. <laughs> he did. Also, yeah, you're like tired as fuck. You're an assistant surgeon. Like, that's a hard job. And she was like, I just did two double shifts. Like, what? So like you were up twenty four hours, bitch. No wonder they got you to fucking go into that simulation so easily. Literally, <laughs> she was all. <laughs> but, but it's 
it, I mean, it. you know what? What you said about Black Mirror, that's literally it. I yeah. think you hit exactly what I was trying to find the words to say, and I couldn't. I'm like, it's like horror, but it's like cool, but it's like weird. There yeah, you go. Black Mirror is like literally. It's like a sci-fi type of horror. It's like, like it's like right now with like all the advances with like AI and like simulations and fucking the metaverse. It's like, we're just like three steps away from from living in a virtual ass Palm Springs. Fuck. Yeah. If I'm in a simulation right now and this is like an alternate universe, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, why couldn't it make it better? Like, we're, I'm like, we um, hello. <laughs> they gave us apartments in the simulation? What the fuck? <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> I gotta go to work still? Oh, fuck. No, no. Dude, I wish... I wouldn't mind going to work, but I wish that the, I would make a code in my simulation to where, like, three hours is eight. Like, five, eight hours feels like three hours when I'm at yeah. work. So then I'm just like, oh, la, 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 oh time to go home. <laughs> One hour feels like eight. Ugh. <laughs> what would be your, like, ideal s- s- stimulation? <laughs> simulation? My ideal simulation? Like, if you could, like, you're making your own code right now. Um, I would want to be by a beach. I love the beach. You know, I want to get a little tan. I want to drink a little drink. Maybe not the beach. Maybe a pool. Oh, okay. Like a like the beach and then a pool. Like I just want to be. Well, like, your universe. You can pick yeah. whatever. I'm trying to think of mine. Yeah, I love I love a poolside drink with some like ambient ass music. You know, some like fucking chill wave. I don't gotta. I don't. I don't want to hike. I don't want to fucking hunt for food. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would still want a job, but like a job that's like a feel good job. You don't want to like be an artist or like be a like a graphic designer or something. Like if someone could just give me an empty house and I just design it and I could buy all this shit, but it's just like that would be cool. And I could have like five cats, but I never have to clean the litter box. I never have to clean them. I never. I just literally just get to love them. Yeah. I would want a big ass giant bed and just well, like. What about Meredith? Would you want a cat like her? <laughs> she is my daughter. I have to keep her, so she will be there too. She'll she'll be better. She's just a kitty right now. Yeah. She's a year and a half. Yeah, it's a kitty. <laughs> is it? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> would you want to be married? Would I want to be married in a simulation? Mm-hmm. Mm, not necessarily. It's not something I'm like aspiring to do. I'm trying you? to think, like, would I want a man in my simulation? Mm, no? <laughs> what if it's, like, the perfect man? Like, in your opinion, the perfect man? Maybe. Damn, now we're getting deep. What I know, I'm like, I'm like, here we go again. Here, here Fonzie goes I'm asking just... me some shit that I'm gonna be, like, fucking... This is just a front. I'm trying to, like, do therapy with you, girl. <laughs> Literally. I mean, perfect man would just be someone who's comfortable with themselves, but also, like, you have to have a connection with someone that it's, like, obviously you have to think they're hot, and, like, they have to, like, make you feel, like, attractive. Like, there's just a way that a guy could be, like, you don't have to literally be your fittest or be your, like, best self all the time, but they, like, always see, like, the good. Yeah. And, like, appreciate you for who you are for whatever that is. Like, even when you're in your sweatpants and shit. I just feel like as I've gotten older, I've learned to see, like, human connection is more genuine than, like, just, oh, I, I want to be cute. Like, oh, I want them to think I'm hot. Obviously, I want them to be attracted to me. But yeah. it's so much deeper than that. So I would feel like my ideal person would be someone who, like, likes 
at the like at the like we don't have to like the same shit all the time but at the root of it where we can bond on things that i really care about Mm -hmm. and me do the same like i show him things he shows me things he appreciates my love for things if he doesn't understand them it's like obviously like a really good dual-sided friendship that has like a little bit of passion in it and room for growth because a lot of times when you get with somebody it's you guys are just where you guys meet is like that's where a lot of relationships end because there's no you guys don't grow together and that's something that you consciously both have to want to do for sure so i feel like i would need someone who like is willing to do that because no one's perfect i'm not perfect i am you know but like that basically so in my stimulate simulation he would have to be like someone who's a little free-spirited but also rooted like kind of like me in the in the important shit Mm -hmm. but then also obviously a little different because there's always good you always want to learn from the person that you're with yeah for sure but I want them to think, if you to put it simply, they have to think I'm like the coolest girl they ever met. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I like to learn new things from people. So I think somebody who can teach me something new, you know? No, oh, definitely. Yeah. And a lot of times people can teach you to appreciate yourself. Like we're so, we go through life and like, okay, we have to work because we're middle class or whatever maybe lower than middle class but you know (laughs) we can't like sit around all day we have to go to work we have to do like certain shit Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's so easy to get caught up in like the mundane shit that we have to do that we kind of forget to appreciate ourselves and when you meet someone who like starts to like the little things about you like they're like oh i like this about you i like this and then you start noticing about them and then like, I feel like true love is when someone loves you for who you are, but then shows you that you can love yourself for the same reasons, you know? And you do Preach, the same girl. for them. <laughs> I'm all, is this Don't Worry Darling? Or is this, I'm all, psych, this is therapy 101. This is how to have a healthy relationship. <laughs> this is what you need to fucking, when you're in a dating profile, this is what you need to motherfucking look Listen, for. <laughs> this is what you got to practice for when you, like, sneak in, um, like, ads. Like, and I'm you, like, you love yourself. That's why I use BetterHelp. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, I've been single for six years, and you know a way to change that? Join Hinge today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. But no, I I completely hear you. Like in a in a perfect world, in a simulation, um, yeah, it would be like ideal to have somebody who can teach you, who can like. Teach you how to, like, love yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's really about. Ooh. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And if you're somebody that you feel like you like more, like, than they like you, have them read out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> because most people can't read out loud. And it'll make you the ick. And then you'll fucking back up. Yeah. <laughs> read that somewhere. And ever since then, I'm like, can you read this? <laughs> it mm-hmm. it kind of sounds mean like <laughs> now that I'm, I'm like explaining it i'm like damn that's kind of a bitch but if someone I, if you like someone and they don't like you you know and you try to trick yourself and be like no maybe they're just going through a hard time maybe they don't they, they just like me too much they, they don't know how to explain it if if they want to do they would yeah. and you never will wonder if someone likes you because you'll know yeah so it kind of goes hand in hand with that. Like sure, it's kind of right. like a meaner version, but it's basically the root is that. Yeah, for sure. Also, I also read that if you go to a guy's house and he doesn't have no books, don't fuck him. Damn, I don't <laughs> got no books. Oh no, yeah, I do. I okay, do. I was like, oh, I'm gonna gift no, you a book, but you. I do have books. Okay. I didn't when I when I started dating David. 
But then he showed you the way. Like, girl, he, and he, now, he reads less than me. <laughs> don't, don't air his shit out right here. <laughs> he reads and draws. And he's an artist. Yeah, he is an artist. Um, no, he reads. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are just the things that stuck with me. You know when you, fucking MySpace and like fucking Pinterest and all that shit, you read quotes and shit? Yeah. I don't know why, but those two things always stuck with me. But don't sorry, worry. I went fucking deep. I, you know, we got to do it every time. Yeah. We got to go on tangents. I feel like it's more entertaining. For sure. What was your most favorite thing about it and your least favorite thing about it? My most, my most favoriteest thing. <laughs> I really like when, uh, my favoriteest thing, uh, when I liked. <laughs> I, what did I like? <clears throat> well, what did you like first? You go first since you've seen I it. I really, really liked their outfits. Yeah. And like the whole like. Drinking out of martini glasses. Like, this the whole, like, I liked the vibe that was set in it. And every single time they showed the characters, they were always, they just looked good. Like, aesthetically, yeah. I thought it was a really pretty cool movie. Like, I wanted to be all those girls. Like, those cool <clears throat> wives shopping. Like, I just thought that was really cool. And it really, like, just sucked me in. The thing I liked least about it was probably Chris Pine. Just because he gives me slimy vibes. Which oh, is perfect. in that movie. Yeah, especially, yeah, in this movie. And I feel like... Um, that was my least favorite thing was probably him just because he gives me weird. I don't know. He just looks so like manly times a thousand to where it's almost off putting because yeah. he's like so perfect. Yeah. I don't like it. Like an old Kendall. Yeah. And I just feel like that wouldn't be my least favorite. Um, as far as plot wise, I really like the soundtrack a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, you're right. Florence Pugh was just, she was so good. Yeah. You cannot dispute, like, you don't have to like this mo movie. When you watch it, you can be like, eh, it's whatever. But you can't deny her, like, she, performance. She, she's mother. She is fucking mommy. Yeah. <laughs> but, she uh, ate. She ate. Left no crumbs. She left no motherfucking crumbs. Um, but my favorite part of the movie was probably the the location, like, the setting. I love the location. I love the setting. I love I love Palm Springs, you know? Every time I go there, I, you know, that's my shit. That is your shit. Yeah. And the, I say you know a lot, huh? I say a lot of stuff a lot. Well, uh, my least favorite... <laughs> my least favorite would be... Um, I don't know, I guess Harry Styles acting, sorry to say. <laughs> He's like, a better singer than actor, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, anyone would suck next to Florence Pugh. Exactly. Like, I can't be too hard on him, but, like, to me, it really stood out. It stood out like a sore thumb to me. But also, like, like you said, his accent kept coming in and out. And you know who else does that? And it bugs me and nobody ever says anything? Who? Emma Watson. I don't think I watched Harry enough Potter stuff Girl. with her. She was in Perks of Being a Wallflower. Have you seen that? No. Have you seen Bling Ring? No. Oh, well, you need to watch those. Okay. Um, her American accent is... I'm sure she's nice. I'm sure she's a great person. Her American accent is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her American... It's so bad. Fuck, I need to look at that. It's like me trying to do a British accent. Like, no. I always end up sounding Irish. Let's do it. <laughs> I? <laughs> 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 me mom? <laughs> They say me. I watch a lot of the Sons of Anarchy, and they went to Ireland, and that whole like for like three episodes, they like 
one of the guys, Chubbs, he literally has, like, that accent. So, whenever yeah. anyone... I'm always, like, trying to do, like... If I try to be a pirate or British, I always sound Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I... Me dad and me mom. <laughs> you sound like a chola. <laughs> do you think so? I'm like, I'm like a leprechaun. Oh, me dad and me mom. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I was sounding good. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I... <laughs> Um, um, who am I? Hello, Gabna. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's my British accent. That's British? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't mean to drag you so hard. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's funny. Um, but no, that was, that was probably the thing that stuck out to me the most in the movie is, um, um, Harry Styles' acting. Yeah. And like... I did like how in the beginning they played that, like, vintage montage, and then they ended with that vintage mo- montage, which is, mm-hmm. I guess, like, a way to start the hypnotism to yeah. get you in and out, which was cool. Um, I think this movie was one and done. It was quick and dirty in the best way, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. It's it's a fun watch. I would rewatch it. I only saw it once on HBO Max, and that was it. When I buy it, we can watch it. Yeah. But I just thought we can do that one because it's it a different... It's an easy watch, it, Dude, it totally is. Yeah. It totally is. Like I was you, pleasantly surprised. You don't got to pay, like, close-ass attention to get what's going on. And I like the dark, the darkness surrounding, like, the beautiful ambiance. Like, yeah. I like a good hidden horror. So yeah. it was just like, wow, what could happen? Oh, shit. Like, I just love how it turned dark so quick. Yeah. And... I want to say, I, I mean, I give it a good rating. I don't know what I what I put it in. I, I think it's horror for sure to me because that's horror horrific. Like, you're somewhere, you're essentially kidnapped by someone that you're supposed to be, say, that loves you, but then they hold you against your will. Yeah. What's more horrible than that? And then coming to the realization that the person that you loved, you don't even fucking know them. And by the way, all your memories and everything you've been living has been a lie. Like, god damn. <laughs> like, yeah. that's that's what that that's movie is. Deep. Yeah. I would say it's like a sci-fi horror. Sci-fi mm. horror kind of kind Ultimate of Ultimate reality horror, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Black Mirror. No, totally. I think that's a perfect review. And I like Black Mirror. I love Black Mirror. Yeah. It's heavy. You can't just watch, like, episode after episode because they yeah. leave you thinking about it. So, yeah. like, I feel like that's exactly... This is it in movie form. Um, if you had to rate it, like, one out of... Let's say one out of five... Five being the best movie. Uh, I would say, like, maybe, like, a a 3.5 to 4. Yeah, I think I would say 4. Just because I went in, I I thought I knew the premise, but then once I watched it, the dark tones were just inevitable, and the acting was good. Even the bad acting just highlighted the good acting. So, I like you said, it was just, like, all jumbled together. The Mm -hmm. soundtrack was great. It was beautiful. And Florence Pugh just fucking carried that shit. She ate. She fucking ate. Are you going to watch Dune Part 2? She's in it. Wait, watch what? Dune Part 2. What's Dune Part 1? <laughs> it's, it's Zendaya's in it. And Timothy Shablagoo. Lagoo? <laughs> oh, what's his name? Tim- Timothy Sh- Chabaret? Whatever. Shamalay? I don't know. You don't know him? Girl. Let me look him up. You know him. <sighs> You're probably going to have to cut this out. It's okay. We're live searching. Knock three times. This guy. Oh, isn't he supposed to be dating uh, Kylie Jenner? Yeah, supposedly. Ew. Hopefully not. 
Well, if she's in it, I'll watch it. Yeah. I have to watch the first one now. Yeah. I like her a lot. Midsommar, literally, I want to get that movie tattooed. Yeah, that movie is, like, one of my favorites. It's definitely good for her. Yeah. Dude, and also, I think this movie can be considered a good for her, too. Well, bad for her at first. No, but good for her in the end because she ends up choosing her own destiny. Like, she could have, like, went back, like, you know, and not. But she fought and she made it. When she was doing that whole car chase at the end, Mm -hmm. trying to escape. And then she did. And she escaped. And then that's what we end with. She fucking... I love that we're getting movies where the women in the end, they're just, like, stick to the man, you know? Like, she's like, fuck that. I'm gonna fucking try. Or die trying. And then she didn't die trying. She did. You know what else it reminded me of? Um, Have you seen The Setford Wives? No, I have it, but I've never, never seen, seen it. Ones? I have it. I'm you watch have it. it? Yeah. Which one? The two thousand something one or the, the Nicole 70s? Kidman one? Yeah, oh yeah, it's two thousand five, I think. Um, that one's way campier than the original. The original is so creepy, but the remake is super campy, like almost funny. Well, oh, it is I'm funny. Watch it. Yeah, that's another. I think if you like Don't Worry, Darling, you'd like that one. Ooh, sweet. Yeah. Hell you yeah. haven't? You haven't watched it? Yeah. Girl. <laughs> I just could tell. I have this talent. With CDs, books, and movies, sometimes if I don't, I could just look at the cover, and a lot of times if I have a good feeling, I'll buy it, and it'll be good. I did that with the Adele album, the first one. It was before she was, like, famous, and I remember I seen the album, and I was like, something is telling me this shit is fucking good. Just looking at the, it was all black and white, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna buy it. And it was fucking good. Dang, I never listened to it. I'm not really an Adele bitch. I used to be. Not anymore. All her new stuff. It's like, it's still good, but I think I just, like, her first album, that shit, Chasing Pavements. Should I give up? Sing it, girl. Or should I just keep chasing pavements? I'm like, whoo! I love that one, dude. Get your headphones out. Dude, I'm literally like, ah, turn my mic up. <laughs> turn my music up. Up a little bit more. I always think of the Eminem. No, I think when he's rapping. You're doing Aaliyah, but I'm thinking Eminem when he's like, I said, I'm sorry, mama. (laughs) I love Eminem. Oh, shit. Um, (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) But yeah, Separate Wives. What other movie does it remind me of? Um. That's all I can think of right now. Well, I just like the whole dark... Well, it kind of reminded me of The Cell a little bit. Just the whole alternate, like, mind thing. I guess, yeah. I feel like it was, like, Stafford YV, because I know the premise of it. And then, like, mixed with The Cell, mixed with Black Mirror, mixed with a little Good for Her mix. I would love to do a a The Cell review. Oh, we could, because we talked about it, but we didn't get into it. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. No, but I like this movie. And I'm going to buy it, and we're going to watch it. And I love our review. And I just thought that was a good one. Because we did Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Rise. Evil and Dead Rise. Um, I don't know what movie's coming out next. But when there's no like horror movie out, we can kind of revert back to older movies. But I do like the, the route we're going with doing new movies. What yeah. do y'all think? Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, yeah. I agree with you. Fuck yeah. And, like, what do you say about being on permanently? It's, was this a job interview? <laughs> yep, you got the job. <laughs> um, I'll let you know. I'm just kidding. Of course. I'd love to be on if it's cool. It's way cool. And I say let's go for it. Yeah. What so, we- announcement. <laughs> oh. Look at us. This is Look so grown us. up. Oh. 
collabing. Um, yeah. Dang. Well, dude, was... we've been friends for a long time, and I just like the vibes. I like when we talk. I genuinely cackle. And I just think that I would love to do this for the rest of the time. Yeah. So. So, if there's any sponsors out there, hit us up. <laughs> Better help. They're probably going to want to sponsor me. Like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> you need help. <laughs> no, I just say Better Help because that's the only one I oh, every. Or uh, HelloFresh. HelloFresh. <laughs> Are you guys tired of cooking? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I love when they ring it in. They'll be like, yeah, the other day I went grocery shopping and I bought a lot of groceries. I had to carry them up the stairs and then everything fell out of the bag. And then I was just like, I walked in. I was like, you know what? Hello Fresh, they deliver it right to your door. You don't gotta carry shit. <laughs> That's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I see this for us. I hey, manifest. We're manifestation. We're speaking yeah. it. It'll so. be our perfect our perfect reality. Yeah, we're so we're gonna work on perfecting everything, uh colliding and um I we can make an email and shit, like be more official. Um, but that was good for now. Yeah. And this is gonna be fun. Yeah, maybe we could like incorporate like listener questions. Oh yeah, we could have like an email and they can send us shit. Cause I always put like DM me and like no one DMs me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So let's fucking do it. Yeah. And um maybe next time I'll read my hinge replies. Cause that's just funny. Oh. I'm single, I've been single, but I'm starting to dabble in dating again. Mm-hmm. And I say it's quality content. So. And I mean, you already put out your perfect man. So <laughs> oh, shit. That was totally accidental, by the if way. If you're listening, <laughs> well, man who makes you feel better about yourself. Are you a healthy individual who doesn't live with their parents? <laughs> Damn, what if they do, though? Is that a deal breaker? I just feel like you should date someone who meets you in where you are. Um, so like if somebody just lost their place and they're like, well, obviously they're, no, I'm not judgmental like that. Like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, fuck you for living with your mom. Like it's hard in San Diego. I get yeah. that. But I just feel like it, if you match my mindset, I feel like that's fine. Like I just need someone who's like, it doesn't matter where you are. As long as you always have plans to like, you have goals and you want to like, obviously do better. Yeah. I just don't want to be like, Oh, you have your own place. Let me move in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that sure. vibe. For sure. <laughs> I like how we just mix a little bit of therapy in, or you do, because I, I'm not aware <laughs> that I'm doing it until I answer the question. Like, I'm fucking miscongeniality and shit. I'm like, hi, T. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, hold the fuck up. Why am I getting deep? <laughs> Next time, I'm going to get stoned and we'll get real deep, because I love to do this fuck, when I'm stoned. Dude, we'll be like... I remember last time I came, like, kind of high to your house. Dude, we had the best conversation. And, like, I was just talking your friend's ear off. She was just here chilling, and I'm just like, so how do, why do you like what you like? Why do you like this? Why do you like that? <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Or that time you came over, we both had little edibles. We watched Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah, that was a And good then we too. talked about it for hours after. Yeah. And our childhood trauma. Oh, shit. Yeah, we unpacked a lot that yeah. day. Hey. Well. Childhood trauma is just glitter- on your facade. Yep. I'm sure one day we'll get into it on here. <laughs> well, now that we're fucking adding therapy, when I'm by myself, I don't be talking about it. But yeah, well, it's some realism. I like it. Yeah. So. Well, that's what horror movies are. It's just like people's trauma, like, concentrated. Literally. You know what? People ask me, like, okay, if you have anxiety, why do you like horror? 
And at first I was like, I don't know. But now I think I do know because I have anxiety for all everyday shit and I have to deal with it on the daily. How I deal like with anxiety goes hand in hand with depression, like what you can't control. Like a lot of times things I can't control give me anxiety and I've learned my triggers and like how to manage it. I feel like with horror movies, it's like it's so out of the ordinary that it's like I get anxiety, but for something that is out of my control and that's not real. Yeah. So it makes me feel more comfortable. It's, like, a channeled place for my anxiety to, like, get it out. I even heard that, like, if you're somebody who, like, likes to rewatch movies, it's because of anxiety. It's because, like, you like to know and feel, like, in control of, like, the outcome. So once you're rewatching something, it's, like, you... It makes you feel comfortable because you know what's going to happen. So they say that that's from anxiety, too. Well, damn. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I watch the same shit over. Like yeah, I get, I get hyper fixated. Like I love Armageddon, dude. Yeah, I remember you were telling me. I was like, damn, you really watched that fucking movie. I do. It's good. <laughs> you know what movie I watched a lot? Um, fucking The Patriot. Not because I wanted to. Wait, with Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I wanted. And he's Ledger. <laughs> yeah. That shit was always on TNT. <laughs> I had a teacher in eighth grade. This old ass dude. Who would put this movie on, like, once a week. I knew that movie front to back. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. What's that movie where um, Selena's dad is a teacher? Oh, Santa Delivered. <laughs> That's the one I, I would... Love that movie. Dude, any Sweetwater, fucking, they would roll that shit in. I'd be like, let me guess. It's either Santa Deliver or fucking Freedom Riders. <laughs> Those are the two choices. I like Santa Deliver better because I like the little soundtrack. Do, 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 do. <laughs> when they take great, his car? Like, 80s, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, that's what I, I, that's what I read. That it's, no, it's I think that's accurate. Cause I do, I do get a sense of like comfortability that I feel good. It, it, like it just. When I, and I'll watch certain movies. No, I like, literally over over rewatch Grey's Anatomy up to like season 10 and then I just restart it and I'll just constantly rewatch it. When I hit season 10, I just go back to season one and I watch yeah. it over and over. And for me, I use it for therapy. Because it's an emotionally driven show, but I know it backwards and forwards. Like, sometimes I just listen to it, like, when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's a podcast. And I listen to it because I, it, like, it grounds me because I'm so invested in, in the drama that's going on that I, I, like, forget about my own, like, anxieties because I'm comfortable with their anxiety because I'm aware and I know what's going to happen to them. Yeah. So it makes me feel like my problems are, like, not a problem. Yeah. So I guess I could get that. It's very grounding. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Either that or uh, mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the way I've dealt with my anxiety in the last few years is, like, I'll get so anxious about, like, for example, like, the whole Coachella thing made me super anxious, like, before it happened. And I got, it got to the point where I got so anxious that I just, like, had to stop thinking about it. And, like, just, like, kind of go on autopilot. And I told my friend that, and she told, called me a psychopath. No, people who don't have anxiety can't even identify with what... Like, I have I really bad driving anxiety. Like, if I don't know how the parking situation is, or I don't know how to get there, or I've never been there, I get frazzled. So, like, I literally get overwhelmed, and I'll be snappy. And my sister's like, I don't know what your fucking problem is. Like, how do you get anxiety from just driving? You just drive. You know how to drive. And I'm like, how do you explain to someone that if you could stop feeling this way, you would? Yeah. Like, people think, like that's fucking weird you're psychotic you're you're weird but it's like do you think i want to be this i wish i wasn't like this but i can't control it yeah like damn does it still make you anxious to go to my house sometimes because it's just far but i've been there a couple times now where i get more comfortable 
I mean, when I first moved there, it was weird because it's, like, the traffic's different than, like, what I was used to. And, like, the freeways. So, and, like, like, I get it. But it's, like, it doesn't stop me. Like, I've got to a place where <laughs> I take ashwagandha, and mm-hmm. I just started taking um, this other herbal, it's, like, a flower supplement. But it's, like, supposed to help with, like, mental clarity and, like, anxiety. And I'm telling you, ashwagandha changed my life. Like, literally, I wouldn't be, I would be at work worrying about how I have so much laundry and I'm not going to have clothes for the rest of the week while I'm at work and I can't do shit about it. And I would just be like, I have to leave work. I would be like, (laughs) I would be like, I have to leave work. And now after taking ashwagandha, it just definitely pacifies me to the point where like, I still get anxiety, but I'm more like, I can, I'm like grounded. Yeah. So Whatever helps, honestly, whether it's watching the same show, whether it's talking about it, whether it's literally using um, Google Maps wherever you need, like, do whatever you need. That's what I learned. Like, now that I'm older, I'm so comfortable with my anxiety and my connection to, like, I call it, some people get seasonal depression. I call mine um, functional depression, where it's like, I know I get depressed, but there's no reason why, and I still have to go to work, and I still have to, like, there's some things that I just can't let it be debilitating, so I've learned to function with it. Yeah. And some people just can. Some people can't. It doesn't mean you're less or better or nothing. It's just, like, everyone's mental capacity and heart capacity are different. And just do whatever feels good for you, whatever helps with your triggers. For sure. If you need to watch the same movie over and over... Fucking do it. Fucking do it. Find people who appreciate that, like you. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. What movie do I watch? I sometimes I'll watch Clueless over and over again. I love that movie. Well, because that's a good one. That's a feel good one. Um, I have a few that I rewatch. Yeah. Or like my favorite thing is to show somebody a movie that I love. And you watch them watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I always get nervous because then I get anxiety with that. Because then if they don't like it, like. Dude, before I joined the, like, horror community with this stuff, like, I would tell people, and nobody in my family liked horror movies, so I was always the weird one, and they would be like, why do you like this shit? <laughs> like, that shit is weird, like, and it's, you just gotta find people that connect with things that you like, and, yeah. like, I don't know why I like horror, I mean, I just do, I just, I love how it's, it, I feel like horror is very artsy, it's very artistic, you can say so much with, like, so to some people, killing is just killing, but for other things, you use it as, like, a way, like, that genre can just say so many different things. For sure. And I just like being scared, I feel like it's, like, the little kid in me, too, that's like, ooh, yeah, but I think it, it does, like, it, <laughs> it does, like, portray, <laughs> it does portray other people's anxieties, you know, like, that's what horror is, people's anxieties. And they do use metal music, so that's that's another plus. Sometimes they'll use, like, hip-hop. Yeah. Or, like... Dude, I got this really cool Freddy vs. Jason shirt. I have to show you after we're done. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes they use, like, really poppy music. That's true. You know what? They use everything. I think that's what I like about it. It's, like, there's a horror level for everyone. Yeah. And sometimes it's psychological because some people don't like gore. But I just love all the the ways that you can push the envelope with horror. And I feel like... That's why I love it. Couldn't agree more. Amen. Well, I guess we should actually end it. This I time. know. <laughs> Not going on another tangent? Yeah. Well, you're going to hear us again, you guys. So we're going to work out the kinks and literally get this thing good. And so far, I think we're on a good one. And Ashwanda, right? Ashwanda. Ashwanda, if you're hearing, listening, um, sponsor us. <laughs> That's a supp- supplement. It's like the root is called ashwagandha. It's not well, big ashwagandha. <laughs> Sponsor us. 
I'm dead. <laughs> but yeah, watch this movie. Identify your traumas. Live your truth. Tell people that you love them when you love them because life is short. Period. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Or you'll hear us next week. <laughs>